2: east side in the afternoon of a turkey
1: exciting live hunts like this holy crap they're coming. holy cow!
0: Thank you for tuning in and now for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter podcast. You are listening to episode number two hundred and ninety nine. This buds for you and I am your co-host and the guy who is starting to get close to nailing down some definites for his out-of-state trips for 2021.
1: And I'm your co-host, and the guy who just received arrows with four guillotines attached to the end.
2: Ooh.
1: Turkey gobbler somewhere near you this fall.
0: I like it. Yeah. Very cool. So you, you haven't shot any of those yet.
1: No, I, so I just ordered it, and they aren't actually the Gobbler guillotine. These are called Magnus Bullheads. Yeah. And they have four blades that are like, I think each of them are like four inches long or something. They're huge. And I haven't shot it yet. So I got to, I'm going to take my bow in. I'm going to get it tuned and I'm going to get them to drop the poundage to probably like 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. And because, I mean, if I shoot the turkey in the head, it doesn't really matter if it was with a 70 pound draw or a 50 pound draw, it should do the
0: job. Yeah. Turkey's not going to know the difference.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of hate it because I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, I chopped his head off. The coolest thing ever. You know, that doesn't like make me feel good, but I feel like it's the cleanest kill I could possibly offer with archery tackle. So I'm going to go for it. Yeah. So it's not, you know, I see a lot of posts of people where they're like, I want to chop one's head off this year. Like, that's not my goal here. (laughs) My goal is to to kill one quickly and cleanly and being colorblind, not have to try to blood trail one. Yeah. So if I'm out there in the woods by myself, I don't stand a chance if I body shoot him and he runs off. I mean, unless he's dropping a feather every five yards. So I I got that. And next step is tune the bow and get the poundage dropped. And then I'm going to shoot a lot with, you know, field points and get accurate there and then test out these bull heads and see how they hit. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna make for an interesting fall because I feel like hunting in the fall with a compound bow is gonna be pretty intense way to hunt because I mean I'm gonna have to probably get within 25 yards of him and I don't plan to I'm planning to run and gun like I normally do so I'm not gonna get in a blind so it's gonna take some finagling to get drawn and get a shot off yeah but it'll be better than sitting at the house.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: Yeah. So I'll be doing that in about 50 some odd days. It's coming up quick when bow season starts. Actually, wow, 40, 45 days.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: I'll
1: be bow hunting for turkeys. So that, that, that should be cool. I'll, I'll, that'll be a first for me. Last year, you know, I used a crossbow. I came on here and talked about it, and then I ended up having some luck with a shotgun. So this year, I'm going to start out with a compound bow. I think it'd be pretty neat to get one like an Indian.
0: Yeah. You know, Indians didn't use compound bows though, don't you?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not exactly like an Indian then, but it's the closest thing I'm planning to get to being one.
0: Okay. I'll, yeah.
1: I'll put myself at a disadvantage to a point, but when it comes to using a stick bow and string, I'm not there yet.
0: Dude, I'm not judging you. Trust me.
1: <laughs> and I guarantee you when shotgun turkey season opens this fall, the bow will go back in its case.
0: I can understand that.
1: Yeah. So you understand that. You and the boys have already started plans, huh?
0: Yeah, we've gotten we've gotten a few things kind of laid out. Don't have definite dates set, but we had a conference call earlier this week and it looks like we're going to be visiting Maryland, Delaware, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island.
1: Yeah. And That's going to be a playing
0: we're planning on going for two weeks.
1: Yeah, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I know one-week trips, you know, they're long, but they go by really fast. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and just before you know it, you've run out of time. So two weeks, man, that's going to be awesome. I mean, all turkey, just chasing them for two weeks, that's that's going to be incredible. Yeah. So I yeah. envy you in that, and I hope to join you for maybe a few days of that.
0: That would be fun. Hopefully you can.
1: Yeah, I, I think we're gonna make that happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up there and join y'all for maybe a three day weekend. See if good. I can't help add to the add to the trip.
0: Very good. Yeah. That would be a great time.
1: Well, how long do we have before we kick it off?
0: So we are two hundred and forty days, ten hours, two minutes and fifty-eight seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in alabama
1: we're 254 days nine hours 18 minutes and 48 seconds from opening day of spring gobbler season in tennessee
0: all right so we're hey we're closing in it's getting it's getting here
1: what a third of the way there is that is that about right yeah so that's not that's not too bad i mean it's feeling a little better
0: (laughs) yeah well, you know, I've got this little thing in my head, kind of how the year transpires every year. And I'm worried this year that 2020 may last a little bit longer than it normally does because there's likely to not be any football. Yeah, that's because of COVID. true. So, you know, that's kind of my thing. When turkey season ends, then you've got summer, then school starts back and football Season starts, and we all know football season doesn't last long at all. It's, it's over just as soon as it starts. And then you have the holidays, you have Thanksgiving, Christmas. Next thing you know, it's time to go to Unicoy in North Georgia for the Turkey Callmaker show there, and then it's the NWTF convention. And then three weeks later, you're turkey hunting in Alabama. Yeah, and so you put it like this, that, year,
1: it makes it feel manageable.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's manageable this year, though. If we don't have football, what, what's going to happen? Well, Summer's I'll, just going to drag on into the holidays, isn't it?
1: I'll tell you what you got. You get to leave that boring sport and start tuning in to Major League Baseball cranks up next Friday. Mm. So you get to stop watching people run back and forth and hit each other, and you get to watch some real tactics, some real action. Baseball's cranking up, and that that's what gets me through this time.
0: That's brutal. I think that instead <laughs> of doing that, I'm just going to get some paint and maybe paint a few rooms of my house and sit around and watch it dry. There'll yeah. be a lot more action involved than it will be in baseball.
1: and you know, a lot of, and I'm just, from what I've read in these books I read about turkey hunting, a lot of turkey hunters are baseball fans. And I think it's because of the patience and the tactics employed in baseball seem to sit well with turkey hunters. So I'm just saying maybe watching baseball makes you a better turkey hunter so maybe you ought to start watching
0: yeah i'll take my chances (laughs) i've done pretty well to this point i'll keep going
1: you'll never know the untapped potential though
0: and i don't need to
1: (laughs) well for real we do have at least some kind of sport coming up we'll see how that goes and it's going to be interesting i think they'll figure something out for football i don't know what it'll be and I mean, mostly, I just hope these kids get to go back to school in the fall. I think that would be a big problem if they don't get to go back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So no it, doubt.
1: It's definitely been a weird time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we've got a pretty cool show today, don't we?
1: Yeah. Uh, the guy that we host on the show today has, he's seen a couple turkeys die in his day.
0: Maybe more than a couple.
1: Yeah. he He's called in a few. I'd say that. At least he, he's got some credibility. I'll give him that. Anything this guy says about wild turkeys and hunting them, I believe it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's called in a few. He's crawled on a few. He's fanned a few. He's sat and waited on a few. And Snipe
1: a few with the rifle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, it off. you know, I've always said, there's two kind of people in this world. There's killers and there's everybody else. And today we have a killer on the show with us.
1: Yeah. And he is a killer. He hunts to kill.
0: Absolutely.
1: He is absolutely the goal. And he's not bashful about saying that's the goal.
0: <laughs> no, he's very unapologetic about it. And, you know,
1: I like that it. doesn't I mean, bother
0: me. Yeah.
1: No, it doesn't bother me one bit at all. I mean, that's as long as he's following state regulation and playing by the rules. Go for it. Yep. You know? Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. No doubt. So many of you listening to the show probably figured out who our guest is today based on the title for the show. But in case you don't know, our guest today is Jeff Buds. And Jeff has killed more Grand Slams than anyone. I don't even think it's close at this point. He's killed four per year. For at least the last 25 years. Yeah. He's got well over now 100 grand slams.
1: Yeah. And he killed more than four in some years legally. Yes. Yeah. So.
0: And he talks about that a little bit today with us because, you know, <laughs> it's always going to be this way, I guess. You know, there's some people who just can't be happy with someone else's success when that success is not being shared. And so, or maybe I should say it this way, when the person who is unhappy is not having the same level of success. So Jeff gets challenged on this whole, well, there's no way you've killed four grand slams a year, every year for the past 25 years. It's not possible with you being... 52, 51, 53 years old, however old he is, to have killed 104 Grand Slams. And so he gets challenged on that a good bit. But Jeff has the documentation to back all of it up. And that's the thing about Bud's is you won't find anyone who's more organized and who keeps better records. He can tell you the date that he killed every single one of those birds because he has it in a spreadsheet. Yeah. And he can tell you where he killed every single one of those birds because he has it in a spreadsheet. He can tell you how much money he spent on that hunt to kill that bird because he has it in a spreadsheet.
1: Yeah. He's very organized.
0: Very organized. And that's one of the reasons why he's so successful is he's willing to put in the time. This is a conversation we had, oh, what, three, four weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah when we were talking about you and the success that you're having here over the past several years, and it's because you're willing to put in the time and the effort to do it. Yeah. And if you're not willing to put that time and effort in, that's fine and dandy, but don't be upset when someone like Cameron or someone like Jeff Bud's has a great year and your year didn't turn out quite the way that you wanted it to. And we know we all wanted it to turn out like Cameron's and Bud's year. So uh, if not, I don't need
1: to be in the same sentence with him, but I'll take
0: it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not going to dwell on that any longer because it's something that we talked about several weeks ago in an episode. But we've got Jeff on the line today. We just really wanted to kind of catch up with him and see how he's doing, see what's going on with him, how his season turned out. Because hey, COVID didn't affect just Andy and Cameron and you, the listener. It affected everyone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had Preston Pittman on, gosh, that was about three or four weeks ago. Yeah. And he had a similar experience where his season was affected by COVID. So it got the majority of us turkey hunters, changed up our plans a good bit and affected our success this past year. So anyway, what do you say, Cameron, that we jump in to this interview with Jeff? I think there's some pretty cool info in here. and Let's see how it goes.
1: Yeah, I'd say we hop on in and pay attention, although we're just kind of chatting it up with him. I think he'll clean some info, and we'll see you guys on the other side.
0: Hey, everybody. I am glad to tell you guys that I have on the line with me today Cameron Weddington. Okay, that's no surprise. Cameron's always on the line with me, but <laughs> our special guest today is the one and only Jeff Buds, and... It turns out, and I didn't know this at the time, but it turns out we've pulled Jeff away from a little bit of family vacation to talk with us, and that's how much Jeff Buds loves us. Yeah. so, Jeff, how are you, sir?
2: I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Doing well.
0: So, is there any scouting going on on this family vacation?
2: It's funny. I just text. I've got a guy. I've got cameras set. Set up right now we've got switching around we've got season opens up august 1st for uh, south florida and i've been going back and forth i got five cameras and a buddy of mine's never used them, it so i've been going back and forth and forth and back looking at pictures and yeah yeah that no setup oh on off start stop time and anyway and looking at the pictures because they come to my phone and mm-hmm. anyway so yes i'm i'm in the heat of it. the season it is the uh let's say the 16th so yep. I am two weeks away from opening of turkey season already. So you jokers that say you can't wait for spring, you don't have to. Man. Wow. I didn't realize Florida was that soon. That's awesome. I know. Trust me, I can't wait. I've never shot one in August. And I am I literally left, so I'm on family vacation. I had a little technical difficulties. I've been sighting in a crossbow and making sure she's done. And, and I've got my Oryx uh, X. I got a new one put on my bow so it tells you the range right away so whether i depend on the shot and the situation regardless it's archery but uh i am jacked up about it to shoot a tom in august so we'll see how it goes so fingers crossed yeah
0: so how long does the archery season last before the gun season opens for turkeys in south florida
2: Saturday of September and then the gun season starts depending on what zone you're in again an archery in the southern zone so it starts August 1st and then goes to uh, muzzleloader will be let's call it I don't have the calendar September 21st and then rifle will then be probably a month after that so call it October 21st and then go for uh, two months to December and then the central zone will open oh a month later and then the northern zone will go. And actually, there's a A, B, and C for the fall. In the spring, there's just two zones: south and a central. Which it's weird they do that. It yeah. Differentiates that much. But there's a note for everybody: just to know your rules and regs. And from fall to spring, even from state to state, the verbiage and and all it it changes. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: So if my math is correct, and, and I've got one hand in front of my face with three fingers sticking out, that three fingers sticking off my hand is the number of months I'm counting that there is no turkey hunting somewhere either in the central or south zone in the state of Florida in a year's time. Is that about right?
2: Yeah, sounds something like that. But I mean, remember, you don't want to shoot four birds. <laughs> You can only shoot four birds. So, you know, you could be out there taking other people. You could be out running and running, right. all that stuff. But you're only going to shoot four birds. You know, and, and here's another one. Everybody always, and I call them haters because asking a question like you and I, I mean, Andy, we've got enough history together. You ask questions whether you know the answer or not, but you want to inform and help others out. And I answer them and camaraderie and all that good stuff. We're all in it together. But when you get a question Bitch, quote. How is it possible that you could have at 53 years old, or impossible that mm-hmm. at 53 years old you could have ever gotten service a hundred and four grand plans like you say you could? You know, I'm just the way you ask a question, put me back on their heels and says, you know what? But uh, there's there was, and I find an angle. My job, I don't care. I find an angle. If just driving, I'm driving right now. And if I find a rat, and we all know what a rabbit is, on somebody that wants to go really fast. If the speed limit's 70, I can put my cruise on 77 or 78, and I'm good. Good 77, no problem. Well, I want to get with three screaming kids and a wife right next to me, and everybody's all get out to do the next something instead of sitting in the car for 16 hours. If I can find somebody that wants to go 84, and I can bump that up and cut some minutes off, well, that's my angle. And so when I was in Florida, I found an angle, and there was an Indian reservation that had legal hunting. Now they don't freely talk about it, but I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want somebody else to ease in. They only sold 10 or so birds this spring, so I wasn't too worried about it, but I didn't want to give anybody else an opportunity to uh, try and buy birds out from underneath me because if one guy wanted, he could have gone in and bought all 10 of those for a lot of money, and he could have gotten 14 osseal of the year and thusly 14 slams and really beefed it up so anyway that was my angle it was a legal angle but nonetheless to make sure i i don't want to say stack the cards but i just did all my homework is that wrong no you know i mean somebody a traditional is somebody oh i don't want to shoot a turkey unless he gobbles at or struts for me or i call him in are you kidding me Oh my gosh, that just uh, I uh, hey, God bless him. <laughs> Nothing wrong with him. Don't bash Indian up on on one. I'd rather still one flat nosing up on one in a white t-shirt than sitting there calling one in. I mean, who's a better hunter? You know. Yeah, amen to that. So, anyway, get get on a on a ten tangent. But four birds in Florida, and there's a lot of months you can hunt. August all the way around. So. Yeah anyway so i actually i saw you talk about that
1: on instagram the other day and i, I told Andy before we came on i was like hey, i want to ask you about this because i could tell you uh, didn't take too kindly to people questioning how you could have possibly done it as you said and well i remember thinking Cameron, to myself at one point i wonder how he did it and then i thought oh he's yep, using yep. ball birds but i don't know about
2: yep. the indian reservation yep yep and i picked up something but 99 is the first – I was the first one to figure out four fall birds. I mean two, two fall birds so then you get four osceolas instead of two because two a year, that was killing me trying to catch up and, and pass mm-hmm. the, the great Dick Kirby. And uh, so the records came out, and I got mine on November 29th and 30th or 30th whatever, and he got his on December 29th and 30th. And I thought, oh, man, I couldn't – I can picture it right now. He figured it out as well. He figured the angle. Somebody told him, Well, Dick, you can hunt him in the fall and he said, What? And I know the ranch he hunted on with the Evans and all and and I mean what a great guy and but yes and Cameron to elaborate that on Instagram, that's why when somebody they didn't ask me, Hey, how could you have done that? How'd you hey, how tell me how you yeah. No. He said there's no possible way you must be a poacher or a liar. Or no, a quote, <laughs> He said how many of those birds did you poach because there's no way po- – because you can only get two in Florida, two legal birds in Florida a year. Well, you know, and I said on my verbiage, I said, you know what? Start off nice and easy because you can always try and ram it to somebody. But now he, of course, he deleted me and he X'd my contact and all that because he didn't <laughs> want to hear the truth. Or he didn't want to get hit between the eyes with the truth. You know, yeah. it just, just wears me out. You know, ask me whatever you want, as Andy has and has he been around and a lot of others, countless others, and I love to share the wealth and the information. I'm not going to give you the tree unless you're going with me, and you paid highly to do that, but part of this super (laughs) slam and this grand slam, people love to do some of the homework themselves and work for it, you know? Yeah. Is the fall season in Florida, is it either sex or is it gobbler only? It's bearded year-round bearded bird only and i shot okay i didn't want to lose my grand slams i couldn't wait to get to 100 so i never wasted one of my osceolas but as soon as i got mine i went well i waited i wanted to get a spring bird i did want to get a spring bird i, I could have got my 100th in the fall but i i wanted and i shot a double with my wife last year um to get my 100th in 19th but when i i had an extra fall bird so i went up to the north right on the georgia border madison county and I shot at Tom, it's funny, there was a head.
0: All right, that's all that we've got for you guys for the free portion of this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. If you would like to hear the rest of the interview with Jeff Buds, then you can do that in one of two ways. The first way that you can do that is to become an annual premium subscriber to the premium content of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. And step number one to do that is to text the word Turkey Hunter. Make it one word with no spaces. Text that to the number 44222. After you do that, I'm going to email you a link that you can click on to create your username and password in the Podbean application and pay the $18 per year annual subscription for the Turkey Hunter podcast. Your 18 bucks is going to get you not only the rest of this week's interview with Jeff, but it's also going to get you all of the premium content for all of our past episodes, as well as a premium content for the next 52 weeks. There's a ton of premium content locked up under the premium subscription that your $18 investment will unlock. And neither Cameron nor I think you'll be disappointed. In spending 18 bucks for that what's the second way somebody can listen to the rest of this episode camera
1: you want to hear the rest of this episode with jeff buds you can also buy just this episode to do that you want to go online to our website iamturkeyhunting.com find this episode followed by the letters ps which stands for premium single and you can buy this episode for 99 cents that will get you just this episode and you can do that for many of our past episodes as well if you want to get a feel for the podcast before diving in and becoming an annual subscriber
0: awesome you know it doesn't take much to get buds fired up <laughs> in the turkey world
1: he's pretty uh, he's pretty conversational and passionate about what he does and it comes through obviously
0: yes he's very passionate about turkeys and really all hunting it's not just turkeys yeah he's passionate about it yeah yeah I I mean everything everything he does he's passionate about it you know when it comes to hunting and so he's always a great interview for that I mean you're not going to have any kind of a conversation with Jeff Buds about turkey hunting and not pick up a nugget here Mm -hmm. or there yeah and you know For you guys listening, you may not be interested in killing a grand slam in a season or four in a season, but that still doesn't mean you can't pick up a little nugget from Jeff Budds here and there. So
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, anybody who can claim 104 grand slams, the guy knows how to hunt every subspecies of turkey. Obviously, so yeah, I'm not a huge you know. I have a grand slam. I'm glad I did it or whatever, but that's not my goal but I absolutely will listen to somebody who's done it 104 times.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. All day. Yeah.
1: So he He's a great guy, I think, and I'm interested to see how his TSS company does. I know that's kind of becoming a more competitive space.
0: It is. I think mm-hmm.
1: they'll do well, though. I'm, I'm confident in that, and maybe we'll try out some of their ammo and give their listeners a review at some point.
0: Yeah. Well, I happen to have in my hand two boxes. Uh. And so I do plan on patterning that particular brand of shotgun shells and comparing it to some of the competition just to see how it performs. Yeah. But I will say this, judging by who he said his partners are in this venture, there is no lack of experience Mm -hmm. in the world of loading TSS shells, so... I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be a pretty good round and that's going to be a good looking pattern coming out of that shotgun shell. So I'm looking forward to shooting some of those. As soon as the temperature drops below 123 outside, I probably will just go on to the range and shoot a few rounds of those just for fun because I'm jonesing a little bit.
1: Yeah. Heck yeah. I, I spent the weekend at a family reunion in outdoor open air cabins. So I, I felt Oof. every piece of that heat.
0: <laughs> the entire weekend.
1: Yes. Usually it's a week long, but this mm. year because of COVID it was only a weekend. Mm. Yeah. It's really fun other than, and you usually lose some weight, you know, you sweat it all out, but it's, it's a good time. And we had a good, good time, but yeah, you you're not lying. It's, plenty hot out there right now
0: yes it is Yeah. well and we haven't even touched august yet so yeah
1: it, uh, i will say i think that uh, early season archery kentucky turkey hunt i'm planning on doing is going to be pretty warm
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: but well, what's our favor of the week
0: so the favor of the week this week is going to be not to forget about the nwtf You guys who are not members, give some consideration to joining. Just like a lot of nonprofits are, they're hurting right now because of COVID. They've had to cancel and or postpone a lot of fundraisers, a lot of banquets. And so, you know, if you join, I think it's 30 bucks a year, $35 a year. You're going to get six issues of Turkey Country Magazine, which is very professionally done. It's a great magazine. And you're going to do some good for the wild turkeys as well. So that's my favorite of the week this week. Give back to the NWTF. And for those of you guys who are members, participate in some of their fundraising events that they're doing right now. They're doing online banquets, online auctions. Get on there and participate in some of that. You never know what you might win and get for a pretty decent price. So right. I like it. Yeah. Well, good deal. Well, let's stick a fork in this one.
1: All right, man. Sounds good.
0: All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review.